Thank you. Item number two is a, a motion to approve the Transit Traditional Employment Pilot, pilot Program. Uh, this is, and then there's a second motion to authorize the county minister to enter into a grant between the counties and um, uh, different organizations. Um, this item, uh, I think, made it was deferred from June 14th. And uh, is does anybody in the county commission wish to address it? Yes. Oh, Mr. Yes. Mr. Luke, I'd, I'd like to speak to uh, this item. Um, last week, in my absence, I understand there was some consternation and uh, discussion about uh, the process by which we pull items. And I wanted to clarify uh, the reason we pull items and why specifically this item was pulled. Um, as you all know, the charter provides the authority for the county auditor's office to pull an item for up to 30 days. Typically, or typically the reasons for pulling an item are for one of the following reasons. One would be to provide adequate public input. If the item is put on the agenda very late and public notice is not adequately addressed, we would pull an item. And we did that on a separate item, uh, the sunshine uh, item that's, that's number three today. The other issue would, we would pull it is to ensure that there's adequate time for my office to review the item to ensure that uh, there's enough information to make an informed decision by the board. So we look for information that would uh, supplement or be missing from the item. The third item uh, would be we would look for adherence to your policies. And we pulled this item because we felt it was unclear how the uh, selection of the intended, um, I guess, uh, providers was determined. And uh, if you recall the week before, we had asked a question about it, and we never got a, a clear answer. Uh, today, that item's back on the agenda, and it's, we have a yellow sheet on it because we believe that it was not uh, the process was not followed, either the process by procurement code or by the normal process by which the county awards grants. We're recommending that uh, motion 2B be denied and that the, we follow our process for awarding of grants in this case. Um, before we go to the county commission, Ms. Henry, would you like to uh, respond, speak to the item? In, in this case, uh, I just want to clarify that the um, the auditor and I, I don't have a disagreement um, with respect to our normal processes. For this one, we saw it as a different um, um, situation because this was always considered to be a pilot project. Uh, a pilot, um, and we periodically we do pro uh, pilots. Sometimes there are a number of entities that are uniquely qualified to provide um, work on a pilot and sometimes there are some that are that are not and and in this case we really felt like this is a this is a population that we don't do a lot of work with and we wanted to work with an entity that had um, a lot of experience uh, in helping us shape what a future program would be as you recall the original item always contemplated that this was a one-year pro uh, pilot project and we would be back to put this service out on a competitive process. Thank you. Commissioner Wexler. When Mr. Jefferson first came to me with this concept and this idea of this pilot many months ago, my position was exactly what the auditor's was, that it's a half a million dollars, it's not pocket change, a pilot program, is it countywide? Is it just in a certain part of the county? 
give me a little more details. And by the way, this is has nothing to do, my comments, to OIC or to ARC. I respect both of the leaders of those agencies as well as the good work that the agencies do. But they don't know that he came to visit me, Mr. Jefferson, um, long months ago to at least say, you know, what do you think? I don't know if he met with all the commissioners. He may have along the journey. I meet with and work with um, out there. And I, I mentioned a number of different not-for-profits that could potentially do this kind of work. Um, and I, 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 I will tell you that at the end of the day, the proposal was just for one vendor, one not-for-profit. Um, I had suggested that people with disabilities and that Mr. Haas from ARC be contacted and see if there was any interest, and indeed there was. Um, I've spoken to Mr. Scharf, who um, does all the community programs for BSO. There was a great interest there as well. Um, that's about as far as the phone calls that I made out there. Now, if we're going to do a pilot program, the pilot, in my opinion, should be at least measuring or contemplating um, two, two not-for-profits, at least two. That's what we have in front of us. If I had my druthers, would I prefer that this had been competitively bid? You bet. Absolutely. Had I asked that it be that, done that way months ago? Absolutely. So what I attempted to do was suggest other not-for-profits be contacted and see if they have any interest in participating in this pilot. Funny thing was is that last week we gave out, we did a competitive procurement for $304,000 for um, steam cleaning, walkways, and painting things and whatever whatever different divisions in the county um, agreed to say, you know what, people can do this. I am very concerned about not following the process. But by the same token, if this is indeed only a one-year pilot, I'm not going to be here, folks. You are. If this is... And if next year it's, oh, gee, let's continue it exactly the same again, then what? Then it's just fine? No, it's not fine. It's not fine. And it's not fine that the process could have been followed months ago and we could have had legitimately in front of us probably OIC and the ARC, and they would have won it competitively because they're both wonderful, outstanding companies, but instead we have something that I call a gift. And I'm very torn. I'm very, very torn because I know the people being served. I know these companies and the good work that they do. But we're, this is public money, and we are entrusted to follow a transparent process. So I'm really troubled by this. As much as I would, you know, I want to support the auditor, I, 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 I do. But by the same token, I also recognize the need out in the community. And I really want to hear from my colleagues on this one. Thank you. Um, Com uh, Commissioner Holmes. Well, I, I didn't necessarily have extensive conversation with uh, Mr. Jefferson uh, on this. I did not. 
Uh, I think you, Commissioner Wexler, probably had far more than I did. Uh, but we've discussed here many times the need to ensure that we're helping those in our community that needs help. The population that we're seeking to serve here is not served on a large scale by many groups. We've done pilot programs before. I don't know that we've had this kind of discussion, and I believe we had one not too long ago uh, with Memorial uh, South uh, County Administrator. We had a we had a pilot with Memorial. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh, we didn't bid it. The total over over three years is four hundred thirty-two thousand dollars. We did not bid that. It wasn't even for one year. It was three years. So should we let this population that have these great needs sit and wait for how long? How long have they already been there? And how, how much is it costing us by not supporting and helping to ensure that we give them a pathway to productivity? This is what this is all about is reaching out to folks who needs a pathway to become productive. People who are returning from or prisons or jails, those who are in low-income communities, those who have been unemployed for a long period of time, to be able to give them a chance. And then our procurement process today is going to take us at best, at best, six months. It'd probably take us a whole year if we were to do it. I mean, I've, I've seen procurement goes probably even longer than that since I've been here. Okay? So for us to, to then say, okay, we're going to wait. And here's something that I heard in our past budget year from residents. Our buses need to be better kept. I spoke to our director, Mr. Walton. And he says he's having a tough time with filling positions there for this kind of service. And not only that, there's a high absentee rate because the folks that are there don't show up that much. Here's a way for us to augment that system today or in the next couple of weeks rather than a year from now. In terms of entities that deals with folks who return from or prisons. I don't know a whole lot that does at all. Most agencies don't deal with that population. And I know also that OIC, when they had some funding, came to us to work with BARC. Am I correct, uh, County Administrator? They came they to us. us in the past. They, they didn't go for a bit. They came and says, look, let's partner because you are the best entity. What we're doing here is saying, who is best going to be able to develop this program to serve these folks? OIC has brought into Broward County, and I've worked, uh, been out to ARC. I, I know they do gr great work also, but not on the magnitude of dealing with folks who have criminal records. They've brought $40 million into our communities 
to help with these very problems, these very situations. They receive awards. In fact, just this year, from a list of over 233 programs, they made a list of 15 high-performing organizations. And through a process, two organizations stood out, Damien Project in Alabama and OIC of South Florida. I don't believe we ought to delay this process anymore. I think that I respect the order, but I can tell you this, that I'm out there in this community, day in, day out. I'm everywhere. I know the need that exists. I interface with most of our nonprofit organizations that deal with these issues. Because a district that I have is overrepresented in terms of needs that exist like this. We can't afford to wait. One year is not going to hurt us. The money is not going to be wasted. There's enough controls in place to ensure that it's spent well and that we get the results that are possible. And then we formulate going out. And, and maybe when it goes out a year from now, it might not be then. But I venture to say this that I can't think of, an, and maybe someone else can come up with a name that has the scope, the depth, the reach of working with this population. Because not only do they do work with the ex-convicts and felons, they work with the hard-to-hire folks, and they go deep. They deal with the issue of dependency. They deal with the issue of the children. How do they help those, those children in those communities? And they get federal grants all the time to do this. We're actually going to be leveraging these dollars by utilizing their services because they have other money in place that they're using for similar programs. So I, I, I Mr. Hardy, I'm sorry. I, we've got to move on this. We can't wait. Thank you. Commissioner Lamarca. Thank you, Mayor. When, um, when I saw this item initially, I, I had questions, not concerns, I had questions about it being a pilot program, and then I uh, had a brief meeting with Mr. Jefferson with, with, with Alfonso, and I, I had, my questions were answered, and I had no concerns whatsoever with the organizations that were uh, being talked to. Um, you know, we, we keep talking about, well, we've got to come up with a, we've got to come up with a plan to um, to look at the highest unemployment areas, look at the communities that are, I don't want to say least served, because quite honestly, I think we do a great job at, at concentrating our efforts and uh, focusing our efforts on the areas that, that need service the most. So I don't know if it's a matter of least served, but certainly uh, the numbers aren't changing to where we want them to be. We talk about unemployment in Broward County being 4.2%, in the state it's 4.7%. Look, we all know those numbers are a little skewed, but hopefully the entire time we've been uh, talking about when it was 11%, it was skewed the same way. So there's always going to be uh, underemployment, and there's always going to be folks who have stopped looking. But the reality is if we're, if we're gauging Broward County by 4.2%, uh, which is the current rate that the Alliance is using, 
the reality is there's still 15, 20, 25 and higher in in some pockets of our community. And uh, whether it's 33311 and 12, uh, for the most part, uh, in our Broward Municipal Services District, so the unincorporated sections of Broward County, um, and there are issues maybe that that uh, that are causing some of that outside of what we're seeing. But clearly, looking at persons residing anywhere in Broward County, criminal infraction on their record that is nonviolent, not a sexual offense, and in, in nature, are also eligible for the pilot program, as well as dealing with uh, those in our community with special needs. If we're really serious about what we say. And we, always, we, we say a lot of things up here. If we're really serious about it, then, then we will do something like this. And, and if it's one year, I'm not Commissioner Wexler, you will, maybe you'll be Congresswoman Wexler by then, who knows. But um, I am I not supporting stop. this past one year because I believe a pilot program should, should show if it works and at that point go back, at, go to procurement. Um, but the work that OIC does, uh, I've been to the facility, it's actually in my district. Uh, uh, met with Newton on, uh, Newton Center on a number of occasions, uh, and and been to ARC, which is clearly not in my district. I could take an ARC to get there, um, but Dennis does a phenomenal job. Both both organizations. I don't have, and, and I put a lot of the auditor knows. I uh, listen to what he says intently and and make my decisions based on that. But what what got me convinced is the one of the first questions that Commissioner Wexler asked was, well, where, where, is, where, where uh, are the folks being served? Well, the, the locations where the actual work is being done is clearly all over the county, from, the, from Copens and, and the Northeast Transit Center, all the way through Central and, and South and West County, uh, and the folks that are being identified. Look, if they can't get the, the numbers of, of people to do the work in just those two zip codes or just in those, those uh, high unemployment areas, uh, then it will be, it's clearly opened up to anybody. So, to me, this is this is a step. Uh, it is not is not a, jo a job that we'd want somebody to have as the rest of their life, but certainly it's a way to get them from point A uh, to point B in order to be able to be retrained in something. To me, the unemployment rate in the state at, at a half a percent or at five percent, I'm sorry, at uh, equates to about 500,000 uh, people without a job. The real travesty in the state of Florida is there's about 350,000 people or jobs that are unfilled. So there is a job training, there's a skills gap. So if, as, as much as this is just a, uh, a labor position, there's a skills gap that if we can, in that time while they're working and they're not uh, stagnating and doing, doing nothing and they're, and they're earning, earning a, a decent wage per hour, you know, the next step is to, to work with Broward College Career Source and different organizations and OIC and say, all right, well, how do we retrain uh, some of these folks into do something else. So we, we've got to get that, that done. And the only way you can do that is to have somebody working and being part of the process. So I'm going to support this. Commissioner Ryan. From time to time, we have um, criticism that we hear of, of staff, of Broward County staff. And, and sometimes it's well-deserved, sometimes not so. Um, in this instance, I mean, we identified a problem that we needed to have uh, better bus cleaning service. We, we heard some complaints about buses that were not um, in a condition that, that some of the passengers felt was acceptable. We recognized the problem and we began implementing additional cleaning services. Now, you don't just do that overnight, but the way that this is being conducted is a great match between identifying a problem, finding the solution by which 
It can be done taking nonprofits that have experience with a labor force that by definition to be eligible, you must have median household income less than $36,000, come from an area with more than 15% unemployment, targeting the unincorporated areas. Gee, is it just a coincidence that all of the areas that the cities did not pick up that are unincorporated happen to be the most economically distressed areas in this county? Drawing people from that target area, providing 25 jobs, and if they are successful in this pilot project, it's only going to be a one-year pilot project. Why? Because there is a manner in this whole methodology by which those persons, those workers, and as Commissioner Lamarca correctly stated it, this is no giveaway. They're working. They're doing a day's work for a fair wage. Those that are do the job um, in, a, in a qualified manner will be uh, eligible to go into the, um, what is it called, the, um, the coach service attendant position. And then they can have a permanent job with Broward County in the transit division cleaning buses. So for, for me, it's a win-win. It's a one-year pilot project. It has sufficient safeguards. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised that, you know, it draws so much discussion. But I just want to remind the county administrator, because uh, Commissioner Holness and I represent the two unincorporated areas that are economically distressed as reflected by uh, all of the, the, the numbers, the statistics, um, you made assurances to us that you would do outreach into those areas and go to the uh, homeowners and civic associations and get the lists of, of persons that we can do outreach to, to, to let them know about their opportunities for employment in this program. Vice Mayor Sharif. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to just say um, I agree that we really did need to ad address this at this time. I mean, I wasn't, um, I understand that, that uh, our position last week may have been taken as an affront to the auditor. I'm not. Um, I simply just saw the importance of the item and I felt um, like I wanted to um, support um, Commissioner Holness's position on this as well as support um, what staff determination was on it. Um, so at this time, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm not going to belabor this. I'm just prepared to support it because I think it's a, a really, um, it's much needed in our community, and I think it's going to help a group of people that we've been trying to help for a very long time. Thank you. Well, with that said, is there a motion? There's been a motion and a second. All in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. All opposed? Show uh, motions A and B passed unanimously. We're now moving on to item number three. We're now moving on to item number 